0: Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. I thought by now we'd certainly be done helping people get the unemployment insurance benefits that they deserve. But still, uh, some folks are wrapped up in the bureaucracy. Daryl Scott is the director of the Delaware Unemployment Insurance Agency. He's been on this program for over, what, uh, a year and a half now? just basically making sure that people get the attention that they need. Unfortunately, there's a lot of fraudsters out there, and with so many thousands of fraudulent claims, that takes time. It takes time for people to go through that, adjudicate it, make sure that uh, those folks are actually deserving of their benefits, and Daryl Scott's on the phone right now. Thank you for being on, Daryl.
1: Thanks for having me, Rick. How are you today? I'm
0: I'm well. I hope you and your team are, too.
1: Everybody is... um... Working hard, uh, like you, you, as you were describing in, in the setup, we never thought we would be here today, September 21 of, you know, 2021, talking about COVID-related claims. But um, we, uh, the team keeps plugging away, trying to make sure we clear those backlogs. I want to get right to
0: Don. Then let's talk more about the numbers and what people need to do and what seems to be the problem for a lot of these folks. Okay, good. Let's do that. Yep. Don, say hi to Daryl.
2: Darrell and Rick, thanks for taking my call. I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Uh, I called in. I have a, a claim that dates back to the beginning. Um, anyway, I called the office there, and they said, yes, you can come in. I went to North Market yeah. Street, and they addressed me over to an annex, which was near the bank back there. I went in. There was a gentleman who sat down with me and went over my claim, And what it was is that I mistakenly sent up my Medicaid card instead of my Social Security card. So that was my fault, but I had sent in proof of income, my driver's license, and so forth, and then I was put in a canceled status. But besides that, what he told me at the time was that someone would contact me via email. and I was under the impression that you would sit down with someone and there would be a resolution. Uh, is it going to be right back to emailing back to one of your deputies, or am I going to be able to sit down with someone who can res- resolve my situation in person?
1: So, so Don, the the process that we're going through, one, we have deputies in all our offices throughout the state, right? So, the the people you were talking to in uh, Wilmington. We're intended to, you know, to capture as much information as possible so that we could have somebody reach out to you either via phone or email, and resolve, you know, resolve the issue. But the majority of the adjudication staff aren't in Wilmington, right? They're in Newark, and we've got, as I said, we've got people down in Georgetown and people in Dover as well. Um, so there are some things that we can resolve in person. Adjudication is one where, again, um, they'll take the information that you provided. And I, I will follow up with the team after this to make sure that that they're following up with you. Well,
0: what is, uh, okay. what well, is the process, though? I mean, um, i, I got to tell you, I, I haven't been through this, thank God. But yeah. if i in Don's position, I say, oh, I'm going to go see somebody. All right, good. Now I'll get it all fixed up. But but, but no. So what? what is the process, then?
2: Well, well let, me, the process, let me step in for a second, please, yeah. so that we're crystal yeah. clear. My Social Security card was not there because it was my own mistake by giving them a Medicare card, but I I never knew that until I came in. So I'm in the process of getting my Social Security card to them, and if Daryl can step in, I'm assuming that once that is resolved, then I'll be contacted.
1: Yes. Yeah, so once you provide the the card, and and Don, if you when you provide it, I don't know. Did do they give you an email address to send it to, or a fax number to you know to fax it to? There
2: was a email sent to me that gave a uh, place to upload the card with the rest of my data. Oh. See, they had oh, a year right. ago. They had my proof of income and my driver's license and. Yeah, Realized until I went in that I had given them the wrong card, which is my own fault, of course. Okay. So okay. I'm assuming that once I send the card up, and then they'll contact me via email. And after I get that done, then let's see what happens. I guess, right?
1: Yeah. So, so Don, what I would ask one, since you you have an ability to upload the document, so upload the information. Shoot Rick an email, r i c k at w d e l dot com, and just say, hey. Talk to you guys on the radio, submitted my information, can you get this to Daryl, and I'll make sure it gets to the team so that, and again, we have a backlog everywhere, but since you've been waiting since last year, yeah. uh, we'll make sure that it gets addressed.
2: Right, okay, so we'll go that route, but again, it's my fault for sending up the wrong card.
1: Right. I'm not saying oh. that,
2: but I never knew that until a year later because I got canceled. I understand. Yet. At this point I need to correct my error and then we'll go from there. You know, in person's gotta...
0: in person's very important, Don. Last question for you is this. Um, what would, would you never have figured out the problem if you hadn't met somebody in person?
2: I don't think so. I was never notified and I had sent that information up a year ago, as I mentioned, incorrectly. Yeah. But at the same time, then my situation was canceled until I sat down with that individual. And the individual told me that, you know, you, this is here, you're e- proof of income, blah, 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 but you had the wrong card.
0: Yeah, there, there are some things I think that need to be solved uh, person to person. I want to get to Daryl uh, uh, right now on, on uh, offices that are opening up. Thanks, Don. I appreciate the call. Good luck, sir. Thank you. All right, uh, and send the email rick at wdel.com. Daryl, so how many unemployment insurance offices are there, like, say, in, in Newcastle County? Uh, Kent. We have a lot of listeners in Kent County as well. Sure. Uh, and Sussex. Yeah.
1: Right. So there, there are, we have four offices statewide. We have one on North Market Street in Wilmington. We're in Chapman Road in, in Newark. Uh, we're in the Blue Hen, Old Blue Hen Mall in Dover. And I don't know the name of the development. We're right off the highway in Georgetown. So we've got an office in each of the – well, two in Newcastle County and one in each of the uh, lower two counties. Uh, in the state, and so individuals can go in, they can file claims, they can submit their weekly certification using it, and again, like Don, if they have a question that's related to a claim pending adjudication, they're going to take some information and and then get it to the person that is um, that is assigned to the case and and what we're targeting is to have people contacted within forty eight hours of them being in the in the building. So there may be some simple things and straightforward things that, that a person can answer questions about the process. But, again, if there's a, a – and, again, I don't know where Don's case is assigned. We have teams working claims, as I said, up and down the state. So I don't know who's been assigned his case, but we'll make sure it gets addressed.
0: So if somebody reporting. at the office, at the employment office, will determine whether or not uh, they they need to come to the office, it's not like you can just go and show up then?
1: Oh well, no, people can go, I mean people can walk in today, uh-huh. right? And and again, they can sit down at the computer and file their week, you know, file a claim or submit their weekly certification if that's what they need. If they have a claim that's pending, what the staff will do is capture some information and then there's an internal process to get it to uh to the person that's assigned the case to uh, to have it researched and and the person contacted.
0: Oh cool, that's so, nice. Well, yeah. I remember earlier this summer and I want everyone to remember this, uh that you, Daryl, were saying we're working very, very hard to open the uh, the buildings. We're hoping maybe October, November. And I remember you saying yep. maybe November we can open the buildings for people because sometimes people do need to sit down face-to-face with somebody. And here we are at the end of September and already opening them way in advance. Yep.
1: Yeah, and we're not the only division. The, the other groups are, I mean, the employment and training, have people in the resource centers or the job centers. Uh, providing assistance, industrial affairs, which conducts mediation hearings and a, a workers' comp, and a variety of things are are providing services in person as well. Um, so, uh, again, the Department of Labor is trying to, um, to, to you know, to open the doors and get people the assistance they need. The other thing, Rick, we're we're doing we're having job fairs, and this isn't my division, but others. But I know there was an eighty. I think there were, I want to say, eighty-three employers. At a job fair in Dover last week, and more than 500 people, um, you know, job seekers uh, attended. So we're increasing the number of job fairs and trying to get people, you know, make them aware of opportunities that exist, you nice. know, for uh, for new jobs.
0: We got to Al three zero two five two nine one zero one seven. Al, say hi to Daryl Scott.
3: Good afternoon, Daryl and Rick. Um, Good afternoon, Al. I have um, I have a dilemma um, regarding the fact that i have not been compensated for the, um when, you know the pua expired you know, uh, right before labor day i you know i know that um but the two weeks prior uh, i you know i had uh, tried to file my um my claims through the pua system and it didn't you know and they didn't have um what they call a captcha number or something like that and i couldn't yeah. get in Okay. And um, I had a problem. Yeah, I had a problem with that. I've been, you know, and so I called. Yeah, I, I called my claim in, you know, via the phone, um, to try to, um, to try to rectify that. And um, I haven't gotten any results. And um, I got a notice from somebody at the office, you know, telling me about, you know, how I need to go to. Um, Delaware job blanks or something like that. But um, what I need to know is um, you you say your offices are open. Uh, Is there somebody there that can resolve this for me? And uh, because uh, I'm way behind on a couple of accounts that I need to take care of. And um, I'd like to know how you might be able to help me.
1: Yep. So, Al, one, I I don't know if the person in the center would be able to um, resolve the issue in that. It, so, one, you need access to the system, and you need to be able to submit certifications for those last two weeks. But email Rick. For, let's do this first. Email Rick R I C K at W D E L dot com. And let him get that to me, and then I'm going to have somebody reach out to you regarding this. We're we're aware of the CAPTCHA issue on PUA, and, and for people that uh, don't understand, you know, CAPTCHA is a mechanism that stops robots, right, bots from you know accessing the system and impersonating people. So it usually presents an image that you know show you know click on all the bridges or the cars or or the street lights, right? So. Um, it's intended to help cut down on on fraud. We're aware there was an issue um, for a short period of time. It obviously affected you, Al. But email Rick, and let's see if we can't get this resolved um, without you having to come into the building.
3: So well, I've been, you know, I, I've been uh, making attempts, you know. No, I. Um, I appreciate that on a, on a regular basis. You know, to, um, to get you know, the PA,
0: yeah, no, I, I understand. So, um, so send me an email, Rick at wdl dot com. If you have confirmation numbers, which you do, uh, include your confirmation numbers um, just so that the team really knows who you know who they're working with. Last four—that's just the last four of your social security number. No other numbers, just the last four. Your phone number, and then uh, we'll get it off to them and see if the, they can get this thing fixed.
3: Okay, um, I do have yeah, I, I do have one confirmation number. I don't know if I have both of okay. them from yeah. But um, I'll send you what I got. All right, sir. Thank
0: you so much. Thank you, Al. Yeah, will will do. Yeah, I think a lot of us, and I do use the pronoun "us," feel much more comfortable when there's a problem, and we haven't been able to rectify it uh, via email or phone. Just to come and say, "Okay, here's all my information. Fix it, please," because you feel like I'm in front of a person. Now I'm going to get it done. That's. I just yeah. wanted to say that. No. <laughs> Do you feel better? No, no, I, I don't. Not until, the, not until the
1: situation's fixed. You know? Absolutely, I understand that. I understand that.
0: But uh, is, is that a, uh, is that a false expectation then?
1: No, no. I think that, uh, again, in in some cases there'll be questions that will be able to be answered and uh, we'll be able to help the individuals. But, but again, you, know, Rick, at a time in the past, the office in which you filed your claim is where the claim was processed where the claim was adjudicated where the appeal was held Mm -hmm. and we've and with the pandemic and with the addition of staff we've sort of eliminated the geographical assignment of work because i've built you know the the largest adjudication team is in newark and they're supporting claims throughout the state yeah right and and the facility they're in isn't you know again it's a business office it's not a a it's not a claims processing or it's not a job center, right? So it doesn't have in-person services. So, so again, we've had to come up with a system that, you know, allows us to capture the information, get as much information, give it to staff, let them research it, and let them follow up with the, uh, with the individuals.
0: All right. I appreciate that. It's Daryl Scott, director of your Delaware Unemployment Insurance Benefits Office. So let's talk about the numbers. First of all, how many people here in Delaware do you estimate – are still in bureaucratic limbo. They they can't get their unemployment uh, insurance benefits. Have been trying for quite a few weeks, perhaps months.
1: So we we know we have a little more than ten thousand, and it's you know ten thousand claims that are pending adjudication, right? So those are are those that again the deputies that we talk about that are reviewing. Uh, claims. And, and those are claims that have, you know, people who've submitted claims that have weekly certifications. And so there are payments that are pending. So there's a little more than 10,000 that remain at this point. Um, there are probably several thousand uh, claims that are pending ID, ID verification. So they failed the identity verification. And Rick, I don't know if we, you know, people may have said this, but we uh, we implemented uh, a new system to help with the identity verification. So ID.me. Um so again people will be directed instead of sending us documentation they'll be asked to upload uh, information with a selfie right so that the system will try and match the current image with the image from the ID and um and if there are questions there's a there's live person assistance to help with that process as well um, but we put that system in place, one, to facilitate, to streamline the process, and the other is, Rick, we found that our staff were being presented with fraudulent documents. Yeah. Right? So, again, this is a way to try and streamline it and also ensure, I guess, um, better control around the uh, authentication of identity.
0: How many so. claims do you uh, suspect are fraudulent Going through the system right now. I remember at one time we talked about it. And you said you know you, you thought maybe like seventeen thousand or so were were very very suspect, but you weren't sure.
1: Well, we yeah we I mean the number the number changes. What I will tell yeah. you is that uh, I mean our claim volume last week was I think below a thousand claims. Um, we're still seeing about half of the claims, maybe uh, m- maybe forty five percent, right, uh, that are failing the identity verification process. Now that's an improvement, Rick. As you know, at, at one point we we reached nearly 75% failing in a given week, right? So um, again, we are seeing what we think are more legitimate claimants uh, make attempts to file, you know, file claims at this time.
0: Let's get right to Robert 302-529-1017. Robert, say uh, say how to Daryl, Robert.
4: Hi, Daryl. Um, Rick, I've I've actually written uh, you and you helped me uh, earlier in the year uh, with Mr. Scott, and then I just wrote you uh, about three weeks ago, and you had forwarded another email to him, but this time I hadn't heard back from anyone. My issue is um, my check stopped back on uh, June the 26th. And since then, I've written the BPC fraud unit. I've written UI claims. I've called. Um, like I said, I, I wrote you, Mr. Jensen. And I'm just not getting a response from anyone.
0: Man. not not anywhere, No emails? Nothing?
4: I've not gotten an email. I've not gotten a letter from the unemployment office as to why my payment stopped. Hmm. I, I just I don't know what's going on.
0: So, um... Did you refile at some point, or you just kept doing your weekly certifications?
4: I've just been, I've continued to do my weekly certifications. And
1: stopped. Yeah, Daryl? So, Robert, I mean, when did you file your original claim, do you recall?
4: Uh, February the 3rd, uh, 2021. 2021.
1: 20, 2021. And so in June – so, again, I know you said you sent Rick an email a few weeks ago. If you can email Rick again today, R-I-C-K Mm -hmm. at com. let me get it to the staff and figure out. And, and again, somebody will reach out to acknowledge that we got your email and then to try and provide an update on, on why the claim is on hold and if there's any additional information. There's nothing magic about the June 26th date that comes to mind as, you know, we didn't do anything special on June 26th to all of a sudden stop you know, stop claim processing. So uh,
4: well, that seemed to be it It seemed to stop when the system went down Oh. at the beginning of July. Remember
1: mm-hmm.
4: when it was out, when it went went down for like a week when you guys got hacked or whatever happened? I'm not sure. But uh, for a week, your entire system was down.
1: And well, actually, that's when
4: my check stopped.
1: Yeah. So one is. Even when we had higher claim volume, the system never was taken offline in its entirety, right? We, so, again, I just want to make sure people are clear that the system wasn't taken offline and wasn't down. Now, um, but but in June, we did have high – I know in that period of time in, in June, we had high periods of of fraud activity and high numbers of claims, but your claim was already in process. And so the weekly right. certifications shouldn't have been impacted by that, but again, Robert, if you'll email Rick this afternoon, we'll get it to the team, and I'll have somebody uh, reach out and follow up with an update.
0: And you know what I'll do? I'll put in the subject line uh you know Robert on air with Daryl, and I'll use the exclamation point the red exclamation point, just to make sure you get this thing and take a
4: look at it, okay I would appreciate it Rick. you guys right. have a good day
0: all right, Robert. you know Thanks. last four or so confirmation number, phone number all right my friend uh, Rick at w d e l dot com uh Daryl what what do people need to know right now?
1: So one if if they were on PEUC or PUA and cuz I get emails almost every day saying hey what's next for me yep. they need they they have to go to and follow UI claim and see if they have wages that would qualify for a, a new claim. And unfortunately many of the people on PUA were self-employed independent workers gig economy you know workers and they don't have wages, right? So they're not going to qualify for uh, they may not qualify for a new program. Right. Um But you they, know if, if you apply
0: you'll, you'll find you'll find out. Uh Daryl, really appreciate that, sir. Uh Daryl Scott, Director of your Delaware Unemployment Insurance Benefits Office. Thank you so much, Daryl. Thanks, Rick.